Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kedushin Nun Zayin, Kedushin 57b, pagination is 114. Starting from the end of the line, about halfway down the page, the Mishnah, which is being referenced here, told us that if a man tried to be Mekadesh a woman with Basar Bechalov, meat that was cooked in milk, and is therefore forbidden even in benefit, it would not be a good Kiddushin. Minalon, how do you know this? The Gemara asks, the Tanadve Rabbi Yishmoel, we were taught, The Torah says, you should not cook a kid in its mother's milk, a little goat in its mother's milk. Three times that statement is written in the Torah. And we're taught, Echad Iser Achila, one time is to tell us that it's forbidden to eat it, Ve'echad Iser Hano, and one time it's to tell us you're not allowed to benefit from it, Ve'echad Iser Bishul, and one time to tell you that you're not allowed to even cook it. So this is a very far-reaching and unusual prohibition. Often we find things that are forbidden to eat, but not only eating, but in this case, even to benefit from it or to cook it, even without any intent to personally benefit from it. Uh, cases mentioned in Halacha of a person who wanted to stoke the fire, but one of his workers, a non-Jewish worker's pot was there, and the pot had basabacholov in it. He's not allowed to stoke the fire to cause it to cook. Why was the statement made as lo shell? You shouldn't cook if it's talking about eating and benefiting. So the Mepharshim explained because the only time it's prohibited to eat midoraisa biblically or to have hanoa from it is if it was cooked. But if you just had a mixture of milk and meat it would not be prohibited in benefit. It would still be prohibited in eating, at least on a rabbinic level. It would be prohibited. To, we keep milk and meat very diligently separate, but to take it so far as to prohibit benefit from it, if the batchup occurred, would you be able to give it to a neighbor or sell it to a neighbor that's only if it's the biblical prohibition and it was cooked together. Otherwise, it will be permitted in benefit. A case came up where someone put butter accidentally on a turkey and baked it. So because oaf, birds, are not biblically prohibited to mix milk and meat. It's not meat, it's not flesh, it's not the equivalent of the Torah's example, a goat, which therefore only applies by meat, not by fowl. So therefore that turkey done in butter was indeed prohibited to eat, but was not prohibited in benefit. There's an entire simon 
in Yoredea, Simon Pei Zion, which outlines these prohibitions, and the Ramad there writes at the end of Sif Aleph, for example, any case of milk and meat that's not biblically prohibited, will be permitted in benefit, even though it will be prohibited in eating. In Sif Beis, the Mechaber points out, a goat is not specific, the same would be with an ox or a sheep, etc. There's a reason that Gedi was chosen, but that's not the halachic limiting factor. In Sif Gimel, we find out, It only f- applies by the meat of a kosher animal. In the milk of a kosher animal. And this provides us with an interesting leniency. Uh, the question came up in the case of uh, swallowing therapy, where a person wants to help a non-Jew with their swallowing. And one of the items, apparently, that was being uh, introduced was a cheeseburger. And the question was if the Torah observant therapist was going to be able to assist the non-Jewish patient in eating the cheeseburger, not because the non-Jew has any restriction about eating cheeseburgers, is totally permitted to the non-Jew. The question here was that the speech therapist was Rotze Bikiyumo wanted that cheeseburger because that was their method of getting paid. They were gaining benefit from the existence of this product and they were using it even if they didn't own it. It was owned by the lunch system, but they were gaining benefit from the cheeseburger. But if you could certifiably uh, ascertain that the meat was from a non-kosher animal, it was not kosher meat. So then, this prohibition on the benefit level would not apply. So you could actually, in a quite humorous way, have a new certification out there, certified non-kosher, so that Basa Bechalov laws should not apply. One additional intriguing comment from Simon Pezayin in Yoredea is the concept of Maris Ayin. Maris Ayin means that sometimes milk and meat is going to be prohibited uh, in benefit or at least in eating, and sometimes it's not prohibited at all if the milk is not from an animal. What's described is almond milk. And in that case, since it looks like milk, so to mix it with uh, meat products would be marasayin, it appears that you're doing the wrong thing. And therefore, a person has to do an act that makes it clear that he's not doing anything wrong. And that would be, in the case of the Ramah, 
to leave the nuts on the table so that people could see where you obtained this milk. Nowadays, if we use coffee whitener at a fleshic meal, we purposely leave the container on the table so that people could see that it's a power of product. Uh, perhaps now that this whitener is so prevalent, it might not be necessary because people know that if it's a fleshic meal and they're serving ice cream, it's obviously power of ice cream. And if they're serving whitener, it's obviously power of whitener. But at least on the Shulchan Aruch level, when these things were commonly mistaken for one another, it was necessary to clearly demarcate what it was that you were doing so that people would know that no prohibition was occurring and that what you were doing was permitted. Yeshe thank you for joining.